Hello, welcome to the Snap UK. A uh, slimline version. A slimline version, yes. In a, in a way. Um, so I'm going to take that. <laughs> a very ironic way. Yeah, very. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we, we are here at um, Chateau Inches. Um, uh, we are here with a, uh, a slim down squad. We're, we've made our we've made our preseason cuts, and <laughs> Griff and Jim did not make it. Yeah, we've traded uh, Griff to uh, around the NFL for because they're missing a short present. <laughs> <laughs> we traded him for uh, yeah a. Uh, uh, Bag of Revels. Um, Jim. Still recovering from his hangover. Yeah, yeah. He's just on a, he's probably on like a methadone fit. Uh, I think he to just get off forgot the... that he's, uh, you know, fully into middle age now. So, <laughs> when, so you know, when you're over 40, uh, a hangover lasts a week, apparently. He's taking reps on the practice squad. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, there you go. He's on, he's on the practice squad. Um, but yeah, so with, with We've myself. We've got three O-linemen now, that's the problem. <laughs> So uh, yeah, uh, with with me tonight we've got uh, four inches and uh, Gilo, um, which is lucky because it's generally uh, this time of the year where there is no news, and um, we're going to struggle <laughs> to fill to fill our usual length. So um, <laughs> so John always so says you. John struggles to fill anything with his usual length. That know. is the problem. <laughs> It's, uh, yeah, Descended given the chance, already. given the chance to fill anyway. Um, so self burn, <laughs> yeah, sad. Um, so we're going to start with with some at, some news that's happened. Um, so Terry McLaurin, the Commanders, I'm still feels weird calling him that. The Washington wide receiver um, is getting paid. And you know what? Fully deserved that he is. Seventy million dollar. Three-year extension, so he's in Washington for another four years. Poor bloke, but for that he's going to get fifty-three million um, guaranteed. Um, it's, I mean, it's the going on last year. It's the Commanders' one star player, <laughs> um, and they yeah they've, they've they've managed to keep hold of him. I mean, in a so in, in some ways, I feel bad for him that he's going to have to. He's, he's he, you know, he's got the next four years in Washington. But of course, now that he's signed the extension, of course, it also does mean that he could be traded. Um, I think this is very smart for Washington. So this is his, he's he's got as good as three thousand yard seasons in three years in the NFL, which is exactly what you want. He's I don't think he gets enough credit for what he's done in what hasn't been a very good team. Oh, it's an awful team. I think it depends on um, on which route they end up going, I suppose, whether they end up in full rebuild mode. If this Wentz project doesn't work out, then there's capital there now, isn't there, yeah. with McLaurin next season? I think this year they'll just want to put a key piece with Wentz. I don't think he goes this summer. Oh, God, no, no. Um, I'm with but you next, next year, if it hasn't worked out... They need a quarterback. They need to move up in the draft, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Next year's quarterback class um, is due to be better. We were due to discuss the uh, the upcoming draft for next year, the rookie draft, but Jim decided not to turn up. So, um, <laughs> so Jim would know more about that than I do. Yeah, we'll hold that uh, back uh, a bit later. But um, yeah, he's um, he, so he's just set to enter his fourth uh, and final year of his rookie deal. Um, he's going to earn 2.8 million this year, and then from then, the big bucks come. Um, and yeah, I mean, uh, he, this is basically he's now in line with the top receivers, like in the NFL. So he's like you know AJ Browns, AJ Browns. I mean, he basically he's just below DeAndre like Hopkins. the DeAndre Hopkins, um, Devontae, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill sort of um, money, which you know is good for him because he is. I mean, we. I think we sort of mentioned it the other week, and I think we we had a discussion where um, someone Brown was better. Someone said he was better than AJ Brown. You said AJ Brown was better. I think they're very much of a muchness, which is um, not a slight against either of them. I think they're both brilliant players. I think 
think one of the things that makes him stand out is the Washington team is has been inconsistent at quarterback. And he's kind of shown himself to be quarterback proof. Yeah. I mean, he's played with some absolute dross, like Heineke. Uh, I'm Brandon of, Allen. Brandon Allen. Kyle Allen. Uh, well, Kyle you, Allen went from the Panthers last year, didn't he? With, yeah. With Ron. yeah. Um, and, um, you know, he had half a game with um, Fitzmagic, sadly. Um, yeah. But yeah. You know, we were expecting something to happen. So, yeah, of course, uh, Debo still hasn't signed, but it's well, we're still early. It's you know, we're, it's still early. Sign. It's not even news. Not it's not July yet. I think this this is a remarkably smart thing by Washington, which is news because one's was the last week Washington done that smart. Well, John last week tried to, to tell me that Washington were okay and their defense was okay, which it was. Two years ago, and I think they've gone backwards. Name three defensive players for the Commanders: Chase Young, One. Davon Payne, Two. Um, Sullivan Thomas. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, Reuben Foster. They took all of our dodgy first-round picks that didn't work out, didn't they? Yeah, they took one of our um, uh, first-round picks that didn't work out. Um, the cornerback uh, safety. Lan, oh, Landon Collins doesn't play for him anymore. Oh, okay. But I'll say, I, I agree with you. Their they're defence is okay, but the, the entire Washington team is unremarkable. Well, their offence should be okay, really, because Antonio Gibson's a good running back. And then, obviously, um, if they could keep a tight end fit, they'd be okay. But they had Logan you know, Thomas, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Talented, but never fit. Yeah. Um, and they had Reed before that as well, didn't they? Who again? Who was never, never fit. fit? Never fit. Yeah, they've got um, with Terry Curtis Samuel, who is a decent option. He's decent, but like he, he's he's flat. If, he's one of those ones that, like if you compare it to fantasy, he's one of those ones that are always available uh, on on a Thursday if you're really desperate. He'll get a 100 yard game. You'll bite him, then he'll get 12. But yeah, uh, they have lost Brandon Scherf from the from the O line, which is a massive loss. Um, but yeah, hopefully um, Antonio Gibson can get the ball moving, and JD McKissick actually you know puts up some decent numbers. So I'm, I'm not saying they're a good team. I'm just saying they're not. I mean, they're not the worst team in their division. And it's aren't they? Well, you saying the Eagles are a worse team? No, the Giants. Yeah, the Giants are a better team than the Commanders. I don't think they are. I mean, the <laughs> oh, I don't know. We'll see, wouldn't we, this year? <laughs> see if Daniel Jones can uh, I, I th- his yeah. contract year. Yeah. See if he goes full out of boy all. He can't celebrate in front of another <laughs> in front of another team, can he? Well, There's no fans to rip off. Okay. Apart from the Giants for the last four yeah, years. Go back to the Giants fans. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um Well Montez Sweat. Another another defender. There you go. We, we've named fucking thousands of them it's now. It's great when you Google them. No, I'm not. I'm, I don't know, I've just remembered. Um next subject. I, I do have a thing, what's next for the commanders? Okay. So yeah. it's the, the thing that keeps coming back, uh so Deshaun Watson. Oh. Yeah. Do I have so, to talk about this? Well, we don't. Well, let's start. Um, Man faces consequence of his own actions. Next story. NFL makes the disciplinary (laughs) judge a woman, which was my favourite thing about this. Yeah. So the investigation started yesterday. It's already leaked that they're looking for a minimum of a year's suspension, um, which uh, is sort of what was expected. Um, it's almost like they build that into his contract, expecting that. <laughs> exactly. Um, of course... You could have just had a bet on a game and got banned for a year as well. Exactly, yeah. Um, what, of course, isn't... If the... There's various ways that this could be appealed and this could be... this could if, if, if Let's say the investigation does ban him for a year. You know, you only have to go back to Tom Brady... You know, and his um, suspension, Baker, which yeah. um, you look at Zeke and his suspension. The, the the if the NFL PA get involved 
They are they are involved. Yeah, they've said and if it's an excessive yep. um, ban, that, that they're going to defend him, aren't they? Yeah, and they that's it. They if they they, they can go as far as suing the NFL if they see it as excessive. So, you know, for the tip for anyone who's like got him in stored him in a in a a um, keepers league or you know dynasty style league, you may be able to use him. I'm looking at uh, Gilo over there. Um, because, I mean, I imagine as well, uh, any sort of punishment for Deshaun Watson is going to be also metered about what's going on at the Commanders because <laughs> they're also facing um, sexual assault allegations. Um, um, and I guess if you compare it to previous examples Ben, he had a 2010 suspension. He got, it was originally six games that was brought down to four, but that was for allegations against two women, uh, whereas Deshaun Watson has 24 cases against 26, him. 26, isn't it? Is it 26? Oh, God. I mean, I, I, 26, maybe I'm wrong. But yeah. Uh, I think uh, the difficulty is, it's always very difficult, isn't it, when, you know, somebody hasn't been, you know, you know, legally, there's no criminal court, no, no, criminal, no case. criminal case, yeah. And it's been in front of a grand jury, and it's still no criminal case. So, you know, civil litigation is a different thing, isn't it? I think, um, you know, what did Adrian Peterson get for, you know, his issues with his child and a stick? Yes, um, I think, uh, I think, uh, that was, was that a, a year, that was a year, yeah. But that, again, that was an actual crime, you know. So, you know, I'm not saying. What Deshaun Watson did isn't a crime in, you know, inverted commas that nobody can see that I just did. Um, I felt them. But, um, yeah, it's It's an interesting one legally where the league sits. And, you know, um, it'll be, it will be interesting. Um, and the Browns, you know, I think for me, the, the bigger thing that's come out is that the, the Browns, obviously, when they signed him, came out and said that um, they did all their due diligence. Yeah. And if I'm not wrong in saying, John, it turns out the Browns just spoke to Deshaun Watson. Well, they didn't speak to. They didn't even speak to Deshaun Watson. They spoke to Deshaun Watson, liar, not liar, lawyer. That is the best slip of warming apologies. Apologies. No, I'm not apologising actually. But yeah. Deshaun Watson, liar. Well, this is bringing up <laughs> I the hope next. That's the name the, of the podcast. <laughs> this is the next part of the Deshaun Watson story. Is that now the Texans are getting sued? Yeah, as an enabler, as an enabler of his um, behaviour, because effectively, like they've been involved in getting people to sign NDAs and stuff like that. Um, and um, so, yeah, this has been bought by. Um, oh, I'll bring it up here. Uh, Tony Busby, the attorney, the attorney who represents all twenty-four women, can't pronounce anything legally, can he? So, so they're going to be the Houston Jelaine Maxwell Texans. <laughs> is that what I mean, we, is that, that what we're is, going with? That is basically, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Basically, the the allegations is they knew or should have known of Watson's conduct. Should have known. Ah, that's that is the that is the thing, and have enabled it. And I think as well, but yeah, there have been allegations that they made uh, asked several therapists to sign non-disclosure agreements. Um, I'm sorry, I refuse to believe the Houston Texans are poorly managed. Yeah, <laughs> and as well, some of the some Texan staff members arranged for some of the um, meetings. So it's. Wow. It's, I guess it's how it's the whether the, the the proof that they can say that they knew what was going on, uh, but yeah, um, how, that's how does for this play for the Browns because like last week we said like what are the fans going to think and I think you know we all agreed that once he gets on the field and delivers, great. But you know we've talked a lot in the past about a certain very talented quarterback that never made it back into the league, which I'm not allowed to talk about. Kaepernick. You can and mention him because he's not here. <laughs> So, because so, we're, so, we're, 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 we always say Kaepernick can't come back because he hasn't thrown a ball in anger in however many years. Deshaun Watson potentially won't have thrown a ball in anger in like two and a half, half years, years, yeah, and is the highest paid player in the world. 
Like, yeah. Like, that's literally mental. And not only that, so, like, not only have they got rid of Baker, and you can go, right, well, Baker's not this, or Baker's not that. Fair enough. You either like Baker, don't like Baker, don't think he's good enough, is good enough. But what about Miles Garrett? Like, if I was Miles Garrett, who's got a superb moustache, by the way, yeah. I would just be fucking pissed. So, I'm in the prime of my career. The roster is good. Yeah. Yeah. The Steelers are not good. And I don't have a quarterback. Yeah. So there's a chance in a very competitive AFC, the best years of my career are being ruined by this. They've been, yeah, they've lost a year by um, refusing to not, you know, basically rest um, Baker whilst he was injured and f- fucking up their chances of making the playoffs. This year, with Watson, you would imagine they're probably the best team in the division without him they're the worst <laughs> it, it, it's you, you you are right there's there's a lot of it's not just I mean, Garrett is the standout but you know Denzel Ward is a f- fantastic player he's also signed a new deal this year i think and um like they're wasting the best the prime of their career because of this, 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 this absolutely. I mean, you know, sign the play, sign the play because you know he's better than Baker. Fine, it's it's the the seventy million pay rise is egregious. Jacoby Brissett is going to be the starting quarterback for the Browns. Yeah, or Jimmy Garoppolo, one of the two. But then Jimmy Garoppolo's like Baker. Well, here's the thing. Like I, I mean, I, you know. Jimmy Garoppolo is like Baker. Jimmy, is, Jimmy Garoppolo back from surgery, shoulder surgery. He's expected to start throwing in a couple of weeks. Okay, because he's that's that's the possibly the only thing that's going to save Jimmy is a club that's got nobody. A no, yeah, they need something like that year when um like uh, um. Uh, the Teddy went down injured like a couple of weeks before the start of the season. That's how uh, you know you might get some the Fortnite might get some value for G- for Jimmy. Otherwise, I guess it's going to be a, a distraction for the Fortnite of who's going to start. Is it Jimmy or Trey Lance? You know, well Trey Lance because he's been playing with the team and Jimmy's been getting his shoulder fixed. You you've got to assume so, but oh, I, I am assuming so. You've got to try him at some point. Otherwise, you do. what a waste of time. You do, but I mean. I'm told. I, I, I'm hearing because I don't. I'm not told because I don't know anybody. But, <laughs> but I'm definitely hearing it's Trey Lance now. All of the NF, all of the 49ers stuff I read is all just. It's all Trey Lance, OTAs, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's going to be Trey Lance. I mean, I Jim told me as well. Well, if G- there you go. If, if Jim, Jim told you, I believe you. If G- that, that, some that, some bloke in Cans on a yacht told him, and then he told me. Oh, fair enough. Some quoting Jim. Because, I mean, so far, I know he's only a year in, but it's a strange situation at the 49ers where you don't feel Jimmy has the backing of um, Shanahan, but neither does Trey Lance. So, like, you do need to... Trey Lance needs to come in and start, I guess, really now, because otherwise... What, what have you, otherwise, is, if what you, you don't give him a year this year, then you're just wasting the best years of Kittle and stuff, aren't you? Because it takes it takes Trey Lance another year. Yeah, up to speed. Exactly. Um, well, like the bullet. Well, uh, moving back slightly. Um, so, as I say, it looks like Deshaun Watson is going to miss a year, at least. Um, but Baker has uh, come out this week and said it's a mutual decision for him to move on, um, which is like. Uh, you know, my mutual decision not to uh, have a relationship, not to have a relationship with Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> like we both agreed that it's uh, not going to happen, but <laughs> one of us was more involved in that decision than the other. Um, no, it's um, so that's probably the nicest things anyone said about the Browns for a long time, comparing them to Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> okay, yeah, they, they take that. Yeah, and that's uh, that. Yeah. It's like my decision not to have a relationship with. Uh, well, yeah. 
I think I think John John needs to go for a beer. <laughs> I'm a bit worried about him. But um, so Baker is going to move on. There's just this underlying current through this podcast <laughs> of John mentioning how slow his love life is at the moment. Do you think we need to do a different snappy snaps? <laughs> My no. name's John. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Doubt anyone who listens to this is uh, going to be. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll go out of him. Um, the uh, the NFL podcast community, I'm sure, uh, absolutely full of eligible ladies. Um, so was, Baker, like I could, like the, surely the only places for Baker are Seattle and the Panthers. Seattle don't want him. Seattle don't want him. The Panthers don't want him, apparently. Well, the, he's going to be sitting till there's an injury. Yeah, they'll cut him. Oh, he's he, everyone's he, waiting until he gets cut. He's and waiting till he gets cut. Then someone will take a flyer. Yeah, but um, I'm of course I am hoping he ends up at the Panthers. There is uh, one other place he could end up. Where's that? Where would you really like to see him? Cleveland he could end up at the Giants. They've got too odd. I mean, you, you know, well, you think Baker's a better player than Terod. Baker's better than Terod. He's probably if better the Giants than. Giants could get Baker on the cheap, and Daniel Jones is all over the place after four games. That's not yeah. a terrible move. Oh, it's I'll not a terrible you. move for us. I mean, you know, I don't know. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> this is Daniel Jones's make or break season, and if he's <laughs> if he the is the last three, which were make or break season. No, no, but like really, if this you're, is if you're a this manager, is new general manager. Daniel Jones, you give him a shot, four or five games, he's thrown God knows how many interceptions, fumbles, whatever else he normally gets up to, and Baker's just there without costing you anything. Are you telling me you don't just plug him in? Yeah. I mean I don't know, I'm just well, I'm saying this is this is this is Jones's fourth season and he's uh he's been injured in each one as well. If he's not available, because chances are he is gonna injure get injured why not take a flyer on someone like a but that's uh that's speculation let's see what happens but yeah he's he's going to be available sticking on suspension news um uh alvin kamara um this one's been really quiet and then all of a sudden it's just started bubbling back to the surface yeah it was uh, he had a, so, uh, during the Pro Bowl weekend he was in vegas he had a fight um, Which is why nobody should go to the Raiders because it's <laughs> chaos in, in Las <laughs> yeah, Vegas. Um, There's been no proof of that with their roster so far. Oh no, no, sorry, I take that back. Um, so he's facing at least a six-game suspension, and also um, it could be on the end of a civil lawsuit uh, against um, the person who got beat, basically who Kamara beat up. Um, I mean. Unless, unless I, Kamara was doing something really horrible, like just don't fight professional athletes. Didn't didn't um, Aaron Donald spank someone in a club last year? Nothing ever came. Nothing, of that. nothing ever came of it. Yeah. Would you tell him? Oh, it was in the news, wasn't it? And then it just disappeared. But yeah, this Kamara one sitting there saying it may well be a six-game. Well, there's, there's a there's a league statute for felon. You yeah. charge with felony battery. It's a six game suspension. Yeah. Do that. So well, that's a nightmare for fantasy owners. Oh yeah, an absolute nightmare. Well, even like, not even fantasy owners. I mean, for the Saints, they've gone from like seemingly cap hell to actually having a decent team, and now they're effectively their best player. Let's not kid. He's their best player. Is they're going to be missing for half the season because uh, it is at least six games. Uh, the Donald Barr fight ended with a video that basically proved um, I don't think he was the instigator. So self-defense, no, no charges were sought, no no cases. So he that's why he just disappeared. Kamara though beat someone up. It seems, um, um, and possibly we didn't know much about it because everyone's been concentrating on. It's yeah. off season, and everyone's the most most people talking about Watson yeah. and his I mean, litany of crimes. There's been a fair amount of roster moves that have been completely unexpected out of nowhere, which have pretty much blown up the news sites as well. Yeah, um, I mean, you 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 think Amari Cooper going to the Browns any other season would be huge news, and it's that's piled into insignificance. 
There you go. Yeah, because the, the crime against him is a felony. So he could also face a criminal charge. So this it's not good news for Alvin Kamara. It's surely, surely these players earn enough money to get a private booth. Yeah. Like, you know, with a security guard that doesn't let people in. Just sit there drinking champagne. Like, my friend... Is that not how it works anymore? My That's how it used to work when I went clubbing. I mean, as well, my friend worked in the um, MGM Grand and they have a special place for celebrities. Like, if you want to go out and party, they bus you in, they bus you out. Like, you don't see the hoi polloi and the riffraff. You just go in, you have your own entourage. You go in, you do... And literally, like, from the sounds of it, you could do whatever the fuck you want. They just turn an eye to it. Blind eye. And, um... So, yeah. You know, is he guilty of just being cheap uh, as well? Because... <laughs> um, the, 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 you know, it's... I don't know. They just seem to ask for trouble. But it's, it's yeah. a real shame. Um, you know, new head coach... Um, who you know has already got a very tough, you know, situation. Inherited a very tough situation, and then through no fault of his own to lose Alvin Kamara as well. You feel sorry, don't you? You know, because if he has a bad start to the season, yeah, you know, if he ends up going, you know, one and one and fired, then that's harsh. It's hard. It is yeah. harsh cause, as well because yeah, he's got that. You'd be stigma on him as well, wasn't Dennis Han? Because he had a, he was head coach before and he had a really bad time. Yeah, so I think some people Imagine are getting that phone call. You know, you just took the job four weeks later. Alvin Kamara has been arrested for having a fight. Yeah, oh, fucking hell. Shoot me now. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you know, well, yeah, because the 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 Saints team is decent. You know, they've managed to. I don't know if I basically have just batted the cap situation down the down the the hall somewhere, and it's going to bite them in one or two years' time. But. They've, they, they, you know, they've still got a decent team, um, and yeah, but yeah, their playmaker effectively is looking like um, it's going to be six, probably six to eight games for this. Um, anyway, carrying on more on the uh, uh, tale of bastards, um, Dan Schneider um, is ignoring um, uh, the. Uh, subpoena attempts from the oversight committee so um, he's claiming that he's been offered one date which was um, June the 30th and his attorney was uh, on holiday and unavailable an attorney? <laughs> is, is, that, is that his mixture of a lawyer and an owl that he keeps in a cage? <laughs> his attorney owl <laughs> you are very welcome to present uh, <laughs> be careful John will call his liar <laughs> he'll, to bring you, and, and then he'll bring his attorney. He'll sue you for slender. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Goodell gave evidence um, over uh, a video um, in this hearing about the commander's workplace culture. Of course, the commanders are claiming that the decision's already been made. Um, and, uh, you know, this is just a, a, a show trial, effectively. But um, we will wait and see uh, how the how this uh, scumbag gets out of any... Uh, <laughs> out of any uh, future appearances in front of the, the, the committee. Um, okay. Um, so, Thursday Night Football. So, we've got Richard Sherman and Fitzmagic already on the thing. Akib Talib has now joined. Um, he's uh, So... Is this on Amazon Prime? Amazon Prime. I'll fucking keep it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, they put... They, put, they, put you know, they tried a couple of seasons ago to put some better games on Thursday nights. But over here in the UK, most of those games are going to be on at midnight. Oh, yes. I'm not staying up till midnight to listen to Richard Sherman. Griff might, whilst I, he's I will be, teeth, but I'm not doing it. I, I will... But yeah, I'm not. no, it's fair. I'm not doing it. Like you know, like just because you're a player doesn't mean you're going to be a great commentator. Or well, a great, look at you know, look at Drew Brees. Look yeah. at um, I get uh, they're just chucking money at it, aren't they? They're just chucking money at it, yeah, Amazon, yeah. and hoping something sticks. Yeah. It's a big market, We're, it, even, you know, worldwide. What so. they want is eyes on the product and hoping that 
Sherman and Fitzmagic and Akib Talib will do that. I quite like Akib Talib as a commentator. He's sat there with a massive chain on. Yeah, topless. Yeah. <laughs> Hairy chest out, screaming. Um, okay. I didn't I didn't need that vision. No, go on, get a good mental picture of it. Let basket, you know, bask in it. Um, so uh, some uh, slight news. Uh, Devin Allen, who is a um, first-year uh, wide receiver for the Eagles, um, he's going to the 2022 World Championships because um, he, he's really, really he's, fast. He's really quick. He um, So he finished third in the U.S. Trials. This year, he has won three races and re- <laughs> has already uh, run the third fastest 110-metre hurdles in history. So the third fastest man over 110 metres. Um, basically, he was a college player, but um, decided to concentrate more on his athletics. Now, at 27, he's uh, been signed up by the um, by the Eagles. And, um, I mean, he you know, that's quite, you know, it, his pace alone should, should be quite scary. I mean, of course, what we want to do is get him and DK Metcalf in a race and... Uh, DK Metcalf would lose. Yeah, um, probably. Um, but then, like, like I, I, if I was the Eagles, I'd be tempted to use him as a running back as well. Like, if you could get him out to the edge, yeah. that raw speed, it doesn't really matter where he is, does it? As long as he's got the ball in space. Yeah. yeah. Jet sweep style. That's um, what I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They use him as a Patterson, Debo type well, The The US um, rugby team used to have a winger. Yes. Um, who was... Again, he he was um, a previous athlete, and he was ridiculous, especially in like sevens where there was loads of space. The guy was absolutely mental. So if the Eagles can, you know, kind of get him doing anything like that, you know, it'd be amazing. Yeah, I mean, he might very well take coverage away from uh, Smith, obviously as well for them. So, um, and Brown, yeah, Carlin Isles is that the who player. He was, he was yeah. a, a yeah. Um, Seven's player, but it was a sprinter. He, and was, he was ridiculous. Ridiculous to yeah. watch. If you can uh, find um, YouTube clips, uh, basically, uh, I think if you if you just type in the the fastest rugby player ever, you'll just see him making a mockery of um, the sevens game. Um, Peterson and Le'Veon Bell. So all day, uh, uh, Adrian Peterson and Le'Veon Bell are gonna have a fight. Uh, July the 30th. To prove who is the most desperate ex-running back in football. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is the sort of thing you probably could expect from uh, Peterson because he broke. Um, but yeah, both both these guys are free agents. They're not in the league. Um, so they need some money. They need some money. Um, Pete, they were both in the league last year. I think Bell was at... The Jets. The, the Ravens as well. Was it the Ravens? Is it the Chiefs? The Jets. Basically, he's been uh, flattering to deceive everywhere since um, his year out with the Steelers. I don't think he was that bad when he came to the Jets. The problem was, because of the amount he was being paid, he couldn't have ever performed to the level people wanted. Surely He finished at the Bucks. He finished at the Bucks last year as well. Surely he's got enough money, LeVeon Bell. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't need to go and do this. If you're being paid $2 million for one night of work, you'd do it, wouldn't you? Not if I had... 40 million and the other guy was going to beat the shit out of me. I suppose he's got form. But Adrian Peterson oh, Adrian is a Peterson. much bigger guy than Levayan Bell. You, here's the thing. Who's, who do you think is going to take this more seriously? Peterson or Bell? You can imagine Peterson is probably training quite hard for this. Yeah, well, Bell's about 10 years younger, but I still think he'll yeah. get knocked out. He's only 30. Who is? Levayan Bell. Yeah. But, yeah. Pencil, but Peterson's like 38. 37. Oh, okay. Sorry, yeah. John. Yeah. I do apologise. No, no, no. Yeah, it I is. missed his birthday. I'll have to send him a card. <laughs> no, you've not missed his birthday. That's the thing. We've still got time. We can have a whip around. <laughs> yeah, Paul, I think... I think get, them, get, get on Moon Pig. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, is, it, is it winner faces Frank Gore, is it, or something? Well, no, because Frank Gore's gone pro. So, uh, oh, yeah. well, the, these, guys are, these guys are still amateurs. So, you know, um, it's, it's an exib- exhibition called Social Gloves 2. Because um, it's headlined by uh, a load of social influencers, so Austin McBroom and and Enson Gibb. It's literally one one word. I don't know who the fuck he is, but um, 
you know, we might, if uh, hopefully yeah, that's all we need to say on it. Really, that's then. all we need to say. Um, so, actual uh, sad news that really, um, uh, Tony uh, Siragusa has died at fifty-five. He was a member of one of the meanest defences going, which was the 2000 Ravens team, which I don't think gets anywhere near enough credit for just the lack of points scored against them. Yeah, former Colt um, and, yeah, was at the Ravens, defensive lineman. Um, he was at seven, yeah, seven years with the Colts, uh, five with the Ravens, and, yeah, was part of the Super Bowl-winning Ravens team in 2000 that just, I mean, stingy... <laughs> Is um not even the word absolute um that's just a brilliant defense um yeah uh, the goose who's called and yeah uh, Jim Irsay week for the Ravens yeah really is um uh so yeah um uh yeah, Ray Lewis said I love Goose like a brother from the first time we met I knew that life was different I knew he was someone who would change my life forever. And basically, like, you know, I think one day we'll have to cover, like, defensive units because I think there's some that just are that good and, you know, whether it be the, you know, the Legion of Boom or this, the 2000s Ravens were one of the best ever, best, probably one of the best I'll ever see and he was a key cog in that team, so... Also, he was fun outside in terms of his his what he did on TV as an analyst, and also he was he appeared in The Sopranos. Yeah, yes, he did. Uh, but yeah, yeah, he was he was larger than life, wasn't he? Um, and uh, oh, they're gonna there's gonna be a thirty for thirty about the two thousand Ravens team. Oh, nice. So hopefully, um, um, I think he's been involved in that. So hopefully, we'll see some of these stories as well because that's um, really good. But yeah, fifty five. No age. Um, as well, some other losses. Uh, Hugh McElhenney died at 93. He was a 49er, Hall of Fame. Like He was, he was a, whole, he was a 49er for nine years. He was a pro bowler for six of those years. If you had Madden 08, that included uh, the Hall of Famers, um, yeah, um, you could get him, and he was fucking incredible uh and marlon briscoe has died at 76 he was the first black starting quarterback that was in the and afl jalen ferguson and yes so yeah jalen ferguson um and hence why i said it was a really yes. bad week for the ravens i was just gonna go um so jalen ferguson i mean he's yeah he died um last week age 26 i mean yeah, I mean, there's, there's not much to say. No, really, there's not much. We don't know, you know, we we don't know the cause. You know, he was found unresponsive at home, wasn't he? But you know, again, it's just a you know such a loss of talent, you know, and it's happened so often lately in the NFL. You know, these young players that you know for different reasons and are not finishing their careers. So definitely saying, I think the league needs to look at in terms of how they help these young players. And you know, obviously, you'll get the odd one, won't you, where they just have a you know a, a you know, a health issue that you yeah. know, we don't know about. You see it in all sorts of sports, don't you? Sudden death syndrome and, you know, people having heart attacks or whatever it might be. But um, I definitely think the league needs to look and think, okay, right, how many players are, are not finishing their careers or becoming yeah. unhealthy or whatever it might be. So um, too much of it. There is. We, we've been doing quite a few uh, stuff like this, announcements like this lately. And, uh, yeah, it's not not something we want to see. Um Anyway, we'll, we'll take a break and we're going to come back um, in the second half and talk about running backs. Oh, that was a good break. Um, welcome back. Um, that was the most partridge-like return I've ever <laughs> seen. Oh, you know, he's had a break, he's had a cheeky finger, and now he's ready to go. I have. Chocolate finger, isn't that? Well, we've, wanted, we've, that noise. We've, all had a, we've all had a good finger this, uh, this break, and uh, it's been very pleasurable. Um, so... The three of us have decided this this half of the po- uh, of the podcast we're going to do a, a power ranking. Well, it's going to have a running back theme. It's going to have a oh, running back theme. Yes. Basically, so, there's a, there's a few questions or a key question on our mind, and before we get into that question, we thought we'd talk about who are the best running backs because that should set us up for the question we want to ask. Exactly. So is that helpful, John? 
That is helpful. So um, we are power ranking our running backs. So just top tens, just top, just top, top ten. Just top 10 yeah. So we're, we're talking elite. So you know the exactly. likes of, the likes of Aaron Jones. Exactly. He for said ex- it. for he example, said it. he said it. For example. Well, so um, who who wants to go first? Who have they got as number one? I will go first. Number one is Derek Henry. That is not my number one. My number one is Jonathan Taylor. I've gone with Derek Henry because Derek Henry started to pick up a few injuries last season, so that's the reason why I went with Taylor. I went with Jonathan Taylor at number two. So did I. I went with Derek Henry at number two. So there's a, there's a consensus for who's out in the lead. Uh, who have you got number three? I have Joe Mixon. I have Nick Chubb. I have Nick Chubb. But then at number four, I've got Joe Mixon. I've picked Joe Mixon at number three because the Bengals have an O-line now. I mean, going forward, I think that is... I, but I'm guessing also last season he was He was phenomenal. brilliant last year. I, I had Joe Mixon at number 10. That is, well, well you, I didn't. I had Javante Williams, but then I just remembered that I don't have Joe Mixon in my <laughs> Joe yes. Mixon's just snuck in. But only just. I, I think on his uh, on his day, and we're seeing more and more of his day. It was a really good year last he year. He had a really good year. Um, so, who have you got number four then, Gary? Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. Okay. Uh, elite elite running back, Aaron Jones. Um, so, uh, your number four was Nick Chubb? No. Oh, who's your number four? Najee Harris. Najee Harris. I mean, I've I've gone purely on upside. I thought he had a fantastic rookie season. He did exactly what the Steelers needed him to do. And if you're the Steelers running back, you're carrying the Steelers. They don't they don't do running back by committee. They do running back by one man. Well, they still, you know, uh, Najee Harris had a very good debut season. He is in my top ten. He's in my top ten. Uh, I, he, I had him at eighth. I had him at ninth. So, so this is where we get the where I get the first controversial, very controversial pick. Who have you got number five? Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. Christian McCaffrey. Who is not in my top ten? Could you play the booing sounds to you about yourself? Uh, possibly. Or if not, it's going to be. <laughs> No, yeah, it was the, it was the drums. I'm sorry, I can't remember what the, the booing sound is. Um, Just imagine Griff's. I, I I know, I know that if you're going on the last two years, you you know that is a long part of an average four year career for a running back. I know, but it's <laughs> like half of an expected career for a running back. If you go on his half of his career when he hasn't played, yeah, when he had working knees, he was fantastic. This may ch- like literally. <laughs> if we do just pick Dalvin Cook, I realise the irony. I know, there. I know, but um, I think I still think that is uh, there, there is some trade on the tyres for I think McCaffrey. Like, let's wait and see. Let's wait and see. I'm quite prepared. Bell, we saw it with. Yeah, you know, Gurley. Exactly, yes. but you, you also look at Peterson. Like he had a bad knee injury and came back. And let's save this for the later question. So you know. So number uh, six. Kamara. Aaron Jones. Austin Eckler. Ooh. Who I removed out of my top ten. He should of... be in your top ten. No. He should be in your top ten. Uh, I guess. Who, it depends who else you've got. So, uh, seven. Um, the mighty uh, fantasy pickup who is DeAndre Swift. Alvin I forgot. Kamara. Dalvin Cook. Uh, I forgot about DeAndre Swift. He's, he, he, yeah, superb. He's he's a good player on a Let's, bad team. On a bad team. Let's see what happens. I think next year, I I, 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 hopefully, I won't, I won't forget him. Um, eight. I've got Aaron Jones. I had an G. Harris. Ezekiel Elliott. I took Zeke out my top ten. He shouldn't be in there. Nine. I've got Najee Harris. So. I have Kamara. You're going to take out a thousand yard rusher. Yes. Yes. Is Pollard in there? Is a thousand yard rusher splitting reps. He did okay. He did okay. So a man with a thousand yards, ten top, touchdowns, top ten. 
a thousand yards and ten touchdowns splitting reps is not top ten. Yeah, but my eyes, my eyes, that's just stats, yeah? My eyes that watched the games told me something different. Fair enough. 4.2 yards per carry. My eyes do matter as well, though. No, I, I get it. It's just, <laughs> you know, I, I felt you... Who, who did you have at number nine, though, Paul? Nick Chubb. Chubb. Oh, my God, that is harsh. That is low. <laughs> Wow, you picked the wrong Google. Site. But for, for a man, <laughs> for a man who has two hundred and fifty yards more than Zeke <laughs> last year, I wasn't splitting reps as much. He does split reps. Well, he Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt as much. Oh, I don't know. Also, he, he was he, injured for some of the season. Chubb last year as well. He only, yeah, he only played twelve 40, games. Fourteen or games. Yeah. So he missed. And yeah, Chubb's a beast. I also think it. Long Chubb, j- Chubb, Chubb, Chubb. Longevity also plays him. He gets 30 yards more a game. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But yes. And my eyes tell me he's better as well. (laughs) And number 10, I've got Austin Eckler. Um, I had Javonte Williams stroke uh, mix. Yes. I changed my mind. Leonard Fournette. No. I think, I think. uh, So in essence. I think, I think Eckler's been, uh, been robbed there from your uh, top 10. So what I'd say is, in essence, we've picked the same 12 or 13 yeah. top running backs. Now, we would say that they are very good running backs who make a big difference to their team when fit. Yeah? Yes. Agreed? Yes. Yes. So what was the question, John, that we wanted to set the, the question? For? The question we, we, we set ourselves to, to answer is, should you pay your running back... Um, big money. So basically, once they've done their rookie deal, should you be paying them the big bucks that certain players have got recently? Is there value in it? I'd like to start by saying absolutely bloody not. And I'd like well, to. I would like to start by saying, how much do we mean by big bucks? So well, I do have the list of the top salaries in front of me. So should we go by average? Average average per year. So the biggest is McCaffrey. McCaffrey on sixteen million. million dollars a year. On talent, the, the talent is there. It's the availability, and I mean as well, um, the, the, the Panthers make some strange decisions. Um, but yeah. So if we go through the. The players over ten million average. Yeah. yeah, we have McCaffrey, Kamara, Zeke, Dalvin Cook, Derek Henry, Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones, and Joe Mixon. Now, every single one of those players was in one of our and, lists. Yeah, it made they made yeah. at least one list. So most of us think that those players add a lot of value to their teams. They deliver thousand yard seasons, you know, between probably six and twelve touchdowns. They are difference makers to their team. But Austin Eckler was $6 million. Yeah. And Fournette was $7 million. Chase Edmonds was $6 million. It's, you know, James Connors was $7 million. How far away is James Connors from that? I was, I was, I I did think you do have to mention Connor. In your list, ten, and then I didn't. But for the amount of touchdowns he got, like, he doesn't get the big yards because that's, of the, what, that's, that's what, what he's he there did. to do. What, yeah, but you know, he what was he? How many touchdowns did he get last year? Well, what I'd like to do is I'd like to give you a little bit of a counter argument in terms of the, giving the you're running back the big contract. Fifteen I, touchdowns last year. Yeah, I know it was crazy. I had him absolutely. Yeah. He didn't do anything like all game. He got like thirty yards a game, but then he gets fifty yards a game. And, and, and two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. But what I'd like to talk to you both about is, I'd like you to have a look at the top paid running backs of the 2019 season. That's not that far, that's not yep. that long ago. Yeah. So, the top, top five paid running backs, Zeke number one, 15 million. Number two, Todd Gurley, out the league. Number three, Le'Veon Bell, out the league. Number four, David Johnson, out the league. Number five, Devonta Freeman, out the league. Yep. Those players were given salaries that were expected them to ago. be in the league. Yeah, yeah I mean, the, the it's it is the biggest gamble, almost, it, it, 
on your roster because it is the most the easiest one how, to how much of it though is to do with offensive line play calling you know this game situation as well like yeah. so are you ahead in games you know are you getting where are you starting field position so much like they're they're clearly talented players yeah but it's the difference you know when you see them on the rookie contracts you you go right okay well you know Travis Etienne's earning three million dollars season average, and then you go to Unji Harris three million dollars. But then, if you look at some players that recently have moved and really done well, so Chase Edmonds, for example, good season last season, now six million. And then you go to Cordarel Patterson, yeah, who was amazing last year, five million dollars, who added just as much to his teams as any of these running backs in the top ten last year. Yeah, so. How much of it is it about paying for the best talent, or how much of it is about scheming, and can you get the same out of a five million pound running back as you can from a twelve million? That seven million can go somewhere else. But I would if like you get injured. You just go and get another one. I'd like to compare what the 49ers do with a cast of four or five. Yeah, Mostar, Mitchell. But, but this is what I'd like to do. So I, I looked at the 2019 season just in terms of this longevity piece and what would you do if somebody went down? So Raheem Mostar was actually where I went to. So in the 2019 season, Raheem Mostar got 10 touchdowns from, from overall scrimmage, 900 yards from overall scrimmage, or just actually just under 1,000. Just under 1,000 yards from scrimmage and 10 touchdowns. And his contract was nowhere near. We we're talking like almost league minimum. So you, with the right scheme, you can pretty much plug in any running back. You look at two years ago, Terrell Davis went into the Hall of Fame, undrafted. Philip Lindsay's been on multiple teams and was undrafted. And he's been Connors a thousand yard rusher. He was undrafted, wasn't he? Or sixth round or something? something yeah, James something. Robinson as well. Yep. yep. So... And yeah, there's there's an argument that you don't. This isn't a position you need to pay unless, you know. I know Zeke isn't much loved by what we said there, but who who would you pay for though? Because there are a couple in Kamala. There are a couple in here where you potentially would say they are, you know, they are difference makers. Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan Taylor, Kamala, Chubb. I think Jonathan Taylor's had one good season. He had. He's only been in the league like two, three years, isn't he? But yeah, I mean, you, that's playing one, with wins. But that's one good season for me, and, and I think the problem is sometimes with the running back, they almost you get the recency bias. Yeah, but it wasn't just a good season. Oh it, no, it, it was, was an out of this world season. It was potential MVP. I, I totally understand that, but you need him to be doing that for longer before you pin everything on there. Yeah, I think it's it's interesting, isn't it? Because when they are on and they are delivering. And you've got a run game that works. Yeah, you know that you can do all sorts, can't you? If you establish a run, play action is then in the game, isn't it? Yeah, and that means defenses have to scramble, and it's not. It makes the game much easier. So if you've got a Derek Henry, he doesn't just add what he adds in stats, does he? He adds to your ability as an offensive coach to to change the game. And I, I suppose the question really still comes down to that longevity piece. And are the extensions that are being given or the guaranteed money that's being given just too much over too long? Now, that might just be very good work by the agents of these players because they're understanding the value to that team right now. And don't forget, every team is always in win mode now, unless you're the Lions or the Giants or someone else shit. But, you know, (laughs) but you are, aren't they? Most of these teams, because the coaches are going to lose their jobs, if not, are in win now mode. So... They're, they're not thinking about three years down the line, are they? No, no. Because they might not have a job as a GM or a head but coach. They need, to get, they need to finish this year with a job. And they, exactly. They, they, you know, what, you know it's, um, <sighs> it's, it's such a fine balance. It, so well, I, can, I, think, I can understand why they, why they do pay these players to be the faces of their franchises and to keep them happy yeah. and working very hard. But I do think it carries a lot of risk. This is where you look at in terms of, Pinning your kind of pinning your flag to the mast of a certain player can really fuck you up. Saquon had an amazing, amazing rookie season, two thousand yards from scrimmage, rookie of the year, thirty-one million guaranteed. Not 
deserve that. You look at Jonathan Taylor, just had that MVP season. Naheem Hines is earning more than double what he's earning. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I mean, I, don't, I can't find him on the list. That's, that's, how, that's how little he does. But you look at where Jonathan Taylor is in terms of what he's earning. The two players earning more than him above him are Marlon Mack and Deonta Foreman. That's embarrassing. That's because he's still on his rookie deal. Hmm. So Jonathan Taylor could easily go to the top of that list next year. Yeah, yeah, but, def- but how many more years after that does he then? Such a difficult one. And again, I think you know we touched on it briefly last year, last week, when this college stuff really starts to take hold. These running backs, you know, if they can earn more in college, you know, for me, I think it's it's a bit strange how the NFL do some of their work, you know, and it's like. You know, we make the rookies earn almost nothing. You know, surely we should just pay the established stars a little bit less and pay the rookies just a bit more. Like it just the rookies are running a bit more. You see, Brees Hall coming into the Jets. Brees Hall's got um, nearly two and a half million guaranteed. That makes him one of the best paid running backs going. Yeah. So that there are changes. There are, but. It is, it is strange that, yeah, it, it's a it's a contract system very much, I mean, it, it, to benefit the owners, um, which is obviously, you know, how the whole game is based. But, um, okay, so we've broken it down. So we've got our top tens, all a little bit different, but pretty much the same. We've gone through the salaries, so we're ranging some really good players earning $3 million up to kind of $15, $12 million averages. You're a GM. You've got Derek Henry in front of you. Are you going to sign him to a twelve million dollar per year contract or not? not that's that's basically the that's the the answer to this question. Yeah. Are you going to do it or not? Not not twenty eight years old. You're no Derek Henry. Twenty eight years old, stellar career. If I'm the Titans, yes, because my whole team is. Oh, no, based you're around. just a GM. You're building your roster. Do you sign him or not? That's the question. That is the fit. That, the question, but it ties into everything else you've said. No, I I'm think, asking you for an answer. Well, yes or no? You like? Do you think you would? Would you? What would you do? Would you invest that money in running back or not? There are few running backs I would. I gave you one, it, but Derrick Henry is one of them. So I think. Yes. I think he's an absolute. You could base a whole team around, and the Titans have based an offense around Derrick Henry. The thing is, last year was the first year he's looked vulnerable and injuries have hit. But, I mean... So, to keep this short and snappy, what we're saying is, for those, not the top ten, but for the top three running, running backs, backs we pay. Yeah. And for everybody else, you take your five and a half million dollars, and you count yourself lucky, and you fuck off. Yeah. You take the, the top four paid running backs... And none of you would trust Zeke. The Chris Carson continuum. <laughs> really good point. Um, but Christian McCaffrey, top paid running back. Not he's not been he's not been worth the contract. Zeke Elliott, you guys don't think he's been worth the contract? I I, I do personally. I think he's been good. He's he, still he been good. good. But, but he, he also was... has the best. He has had the best offensive line in the business. Yeah. Let's not kid. He has the be- he has had the best offensive line in the business, and he's still not. He, he go on the we go we said it before. Go on the eyes, go on what you see. You don't see Zeke, and you think you don't see the bloke who came in and just obliterated the league. He was brilliant. Also had the best O line going at that time. Also had well. the best O line going, but yeah, um, I I do uh, you know. I'm glad I'm not a GM because it's very easy to take the piss out of them and say they're all shit. You know, they've developed like the three good ones. The the decisions are really hard. Like I, I think you there's have... an argument for paying the top three or four the money. Yeah. But then I also think that the difference between Austin Eckler and you know, a Dalvin Cook, or Dalvin Cook's paid a lot of money, but an Austin Eckler, who's on, he's a good example, because he's on like just over six Josh million. Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. Two and a half million. The difference between him and Austin Eckler, is is that worth $10 million a year? Exactly, and I, I would say no. 
I mean, yeah. is, Dalvin, is Dalvin Cook worth double Austin Eckler? No, that's yeah. my point. Yeah. yeah, that's it. So, um, we, so we think that overall, it's an overvalued position. Yes, look it at, really is. Look at Rashad Penny. <sighs> Had a good contract year. Full Adebayor. Full Adebayor. Yes, the best way. But yeah, um, so I mean, we, that's as much as we can say. Uh, so yeah, we will. Because it's bedtime. It is bedtime. <laughs> pay your wide out. Pay your wide out. Pay your quarterback. Pay your O line. Pay your O line. Pay your edge rushers. Because um, that's a position. That's a you know apparently it's a yeah. You've got to pay some. Uh, pay yeah. your right and left defensive end. <laughs> <laughs> or your you know your uh, whatever your outside linebackers. But yeah, um, yeah. I think it just seems to be as well. I you know, like we we brought this up because. This is Saquon's, con- you know, this was, you know, would you have paid, the- I think this was based on Saquon, because, of course, he's, com- he's coming up, he's a second overall pick. Would you give him the money? No. No? no. Not at all? No, he can have Eckler money. He can he can, he can have Chris Carson money, which is actually a paid cut. You could have but- Matt Brader, who'll give you the same results, or 1.1 million. And we do. Yeah, that's it. So, uh, yeah. We'll, we'll leave it there, but uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. And hopefully Bye. some news has happened. <laughs> Bye.